Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of Romans, chapter 10. Here's Pastor Ryan. We want to give it out. We just can't wait. It becomes fire in our bones. Charles Spurgeon, in today's uh, devotion I read this morning, I, I think it's applicable. It was a killer one. He quotes Proverbs 11.25. You can write that down. It says, He that water, watereth shall be watered himself. Right? He who waters shall be watered himself. And this is what he says concerning Proverbs 11.25. He says, The lesson is that to get, we must give. That to accumulate, we must scatter. That to make ourselves happy, we must make others happy. And that in order to become spiritually vigorous, we must seek the spiritual good of others. In watering others, we ourselves are watered. How? Our efforts to be useful bring out powers for usefulness. We have talent, we, no, we have latent talents and dormant facilities which are brought to light by exercise. Our strength, our labor is hidden even from ourselves. Our strength, oh, I'm sorry, let me read that again. For our strength for labor is hidden even from ourselves until we venture forth to, the, to fight the Lord's battles or to climb the mountains of difficulty. We do not know what tender sympathies we possess until we try to dry the widow's tears and soothe the orphan's grief. And so freely we have received, freely we should be given giving out but if we don't give out our faculties become useless we become sick we become weary we become doubtful hopeless depressed but when we say you know what there's there's someone i need a i need to wash someone's feet today i need a, i need to care for somebody and that's why when we come to church i mean that's what this is this isn't just a place like the old days and days of religiosity where we just come and we leave this is a place where we come and we minister to one another and we say hello to one another and we practice brotherly love peter peter says that the end of all things are at hand and that we are to have fervent love for one another the bible goes on and on about how much we should like greet each other with a brotherly kiss and all that you ready gerard (laughs) But, you know, this is the place to stir up love and good works. God knows I need all the practice I can get. He didn't pick me because I was a big, uh, fluffy (laughs) marshmallow. He picked me so that his grace can be seen, hopefully, in a guy that he can change. You know, in all of us, he changes us to be for his glory of his grace forever. Like I told the kids at the 
the beach youth thing. I said, man, I'm sorry, kids. I know I'm in a tank top and I look like I could belong in the penitentiary. But unfortunately, but fortunately, God has called me to this. And I think it makes it all better. My wife looks like a good Christian. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? Do you see those announcements? She's a pro. I'm like, I got to go up and teach after that, you know? But anyhow, Paul here quotes, uh, he quotes Isaiah 52, verse 7. And it's fuller and better if you read uh, actually from Isaiah 52, 7. I wrote it down. I'll read it to you. It says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, of good things, who proclaims salvation. And it speaks of uh, an enthusiasm uh, of bringing good news. In other words, uh, in Isaiah, it speaks of how, you know, it would be a future uh, wonderful proclamation to Israel who was in Babylon that they were going to be set free. Right? And if you had news that you can set, like, people free from a prison that were there unjustly, I mean, we would be so happy, we would run to do that. Like, I got the keys, you know, everyone's going free. And, and that's how the gospel is to this lost world. You have the keys. You have the message that sets them free, so we should be a little more enthused, right? And, and if they receive the message, then, then what will they think of us other than, my gosh, your feet are beautiful. And it's not, you know, that you get mad, uh, what, the pedicures? It, it, it's just that, my gosh, your feet moved your body to where I was at, where I can receive the message. And there was a guy who handed me a Gideon Bible at the taco stand in South El Monte when I was all hung over. And I love him, and I don't know his name, but his feet are beautiful. They took, you know, it's like his appetite for tacos mixed with his love for God, got him to witness to me and give me a... And think of how many people God has sent into our lives to speak to us. And, and he'll use you, he'll take you places to, to be that one for someone else. And for those who aren't interested, obviously your feet aren't beautiful to them. The message, they don't care. That's fine. It's okay. Not everybody received Jesus. And they won't receive your message of Jesus today as well. But some will. And so he says to share, to speak to them. It's a beautiful thing. But I also think it's God's sentiment towards us who obey in sharing your faith. Like God, I, I believe he looks down upon us and says, oh my Look at my son, look at my daughter. They're speaking to this poor gal or guy about me. Man, I love them. They, man, they're great. You know, he, it's, it's a sentiment where, man, that's beautiful. Just the way we see our children doing good things. We want to bless them. And he, he sees that we're, we're open to do that. And he, it, it, I believe God is just blessed by that. He's blessed by that. Obedience. It's just Beautiful. Verse 16, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. And when he says they, he's speaking of the nation of Israel. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. So 
The gospel has been given, but there's a disobedience in the fact that they won't receive it, as we already shared, because they're trying to establish the righteousness through works, not of faith. So it's not that the word of God is of no effect. It is effectual. It is powerful. It will set out to do what it sets out to do. But there's free will involved, and people can reject it. And it's not that the word of God is ineffective. It's just that they won't obey, obey it. Right? The, um, they just won't obey it. And that's what Paul is saying here. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Who has believed our report? Who has believed the message that has gone forth? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the message that's everything. It's the word of God that's everything. It's the only hope for this world. Even though Israel disobeyed. Even though the lost today disobeys and won't receive it. Some will, some won't. But just because they disobey doesn't mean that faith doesn't come by hearing and that by the word of God. It is still living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces the heart. So preach the word. Give the word. Don't ever for one minute think it's not doing what it can do. It can do what it's set out to do. And if you don't see results, the results are up to God. But know this, that some people just won't choose. Jesus was hung on a cross in between two thieves. One repented, the other did not. So why should it be any different from us? It's not that the word of God is of no effect. It's that the free will of this individual to choose death rather than life, God is honoring that. But in a practical sense, this is one of the most beautiful verses in the whole Bible. Faith comes by hearing and that by the word of God. Too many of us are hopeless. Too many of us are discouraged. Where's our faith today? Too many of us are fearful. Where is our faith today? You know, the armor of God, that shield of faith is so powerful. There are a lot of ways to please God, but not one of them is without faith. Faith, having faith in God is what pleases him most. And you know what Jesus said? If you have faith like a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be cast into the sea and it will listen to you. It's like with, with God, all things are possible. And, and, and we need more faith today. And faith comes from the Lord. It's a gift. By which I, I have to ask for more faith regularly as, my, as I get older in life. You know, Ryan, 20 years ago, ain't the same dude today. 10 years ago, and, and neither are you. There's new challenges, and there's new seasons, and we're getting older, and I need, I need, he needs to take me from faith to faith. I need new faith for today. And, and we're instructed that it comes by hearing and that by the word of God. The more word that you digest, the more word that you hear, the more word that you embrace of God, the stronger your faith will become. 
Jesus is the word made flesh. Hebrews 1 says that he upholds all things by the word of his power. That it isn't gravity that's holding us down here. But it is the word of our Lord. And he can cut that gravity in two seconds and we float up to the moon. He holds us together by the word of his power. And you and I are held together by the extent that we, in, we digest his word. Remember what he told Satan, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It is the word of God that has blessed your life and mine. I'm only here because, after all of these years, because of the word of God and its power in my life. It has the power to convert me, to change me, to convict me, to make me more like Jesus every single day and you as well. It is his word that transforms us and conforms us into the image of Christ, mixed with the work of the Holy Spirit. All of it together changes us. We're not the same. It's the word. The word, the word, the word. Turn with me to Psalm 119, please. Beginning in verse 89. Psalm 119, verse 89. It says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. They continue this day according to your ordinances. For all, for all are your servants. Listen to this. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I mean, to, that's such a beautiful verse to me. Because I get discouraged like probably every day of my life, like everybody else. I get depressed probably every day of my life. Just very, just, I'm human. It's a human experience, you know. And I'm kind of glad that these things happen uh, to my feelings because I've learned that the only remedy is that if I delight in his word, that if I stop everything and I read his word and I pray, then joy fills my heart, hope fills my heart, faith fills my heart, and I truly believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But my goodness, as I get older and as we get weaker, you know, our flesh is our enemy and, and tries to bring our mind under subjection. So as we get older and weaker, the flesh is just, gets nastier. But the inner man and the inner woman grow stronger, the Bible says. But again, strength comes by prayer through the word. And, and, and it just, we put the, the flesh under the Spirit's subjection just by drawing close to God. And you know what? I'm not going to live in fear. And I'm not going to live in anxiety and worry and doubt. And I'm going to be still because I'm too busy and I'm going to know that He is God. And I'm not going to leave this quiet place until I feel better. In Christianity, according to scripture, all the people we respect in the book spent a lot of time alone with God. You know? And they were very sound, very chill, very joyful, 
and very uh, hopeful in trials because they know God's going to get me through this. But it is the word of God. It is the word of God. He says, unless the law, your law had been my delight, I would then have perished in my affliction. In other words, it's, it's the law that increased the psalmist's faith to continue. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. The word of God is life to us. It gives us life. I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimonies. I have seen the consummation of all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. You, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients. I mean, my gosh, that's for us. That's for his children. Man, I can feel like I, I know nothing so often. Which in reality, I do know nothing. I got to go back to the well. I got to go to his word. Lord, increase my faith. And he gives wisdom and he gives understanding. And, you know, I'm, I'm shocked at the problem solving that the Holy Spirit can do through the word of God. I am absolutely stunned. People think, oh, you know, uh, you know, they, they may think I'm something. I got to tell them really quick, I ain't nothing. That was the Holy Spirit. That ain't my wisdom. I don't know. That, that came from God. I know Ryan, and that ain't Ryan's advice. That's God's. Oh, I got some terrible news yesterday. Uh, there was a, at Andre's church in Calvary Chapel, Arcadia. I remember I taught for him on one Sunday, and, uh, and when I was done, they asked, his assistants asked if I would deal with like a pretty heavy counseling issue with the family and uh, I go in this room and there's like 25 of them it's like the whole family grandma cousins aunts every you know and so I sat there and I was curious as to what the Holy Spirit would do I can't do nothing but I was curious and it all had to do with uh one of the young men in the family who all the aunts and the moms were babying him and enabling him to play games with his wife and just, he was a gamer. And I, you know, the Holy Spirit led me to, to, to correct that. To let them all know they need to stop babying this man right here because he needs to grow up. And uh, they appreciated it. He appreciated it. And I saw the young man at a, at a retreat that uh, Andre was having, a small retreat at the mountains. And uh, this kid had just arrived there. And uh, he shared with me, oh, God talks to me. And he tried to, you know, share with me, you know, how spiritual he was. But, you know, the Lord gave me discernment. And I said, stop, John. How is your relationship with God? With God? Oh, well, this and that, you know. And 
not good. He first started off telling me how God speaks to him. Then he goes on to tell me that he's sleeping with his girlfriend. You know. And that was the case. It wasn't his wife at the time. I think I told you guys he was married. He wasn't married. It was, it was just sleeping around. Uh, okay. And, and, and he had the audacity to bring her to the, um, to the retreat. And he was going to put her in the same tent. So I got Andre together, and I go, do you know this guy, he's, he's, what he's planning on doing? So they asked him to leave, basically, you know. And so I heard yesterday that, uh, that in Los Angeles, uh, uh, a man attacked a, a man that was sitting in his porch in Lincoln Heights with a knife, and then the guy shot him, and it was the kid that I was, I was ministering to. And so it, it's all that to say that the Word of God and the Holy Spirit working in your life will give you things to give to people that they need to hear in order to help them or convict them or help change them. And will give you the boldness to do so. I talked to Pastor Andre yesterday, and he said that, uh, and the news said this as well, like he got shot, but he made it, I think, like to the next block. And how Andre was comforted in the fact that he didn't die immediately, that he might cry out to God. So, yep. We need the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and that by the word of God, especially in the days that we're living in. They're so... They're so uh, heavy nowadays that we, we really need the word of God. And it says here really quick in verse 18 of Romans 10, But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed. Their sound has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. So the message has gone out. But I say, did Israel not know? First Moses says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those who are not a nation. Speaking of the Gentiles. I will move you to anger by a foolish nation. Speaking of the Gentiles. But Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I was made manifest to those who did not ask for me. I love that. That's us sinners. We weren't looking. But boy, did he find us, right? He found us. My gosh, he found us. And he is blessed to call us his children. Unbelievable. Really? Us? Me? Who? Me? You think of, you think of what we've done in the past, and, and yet he, 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 he was manifested to us. But to Israel, he says, All day long I have stretched out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. So just speaking of the disobedience, the hardness of Israel. But it ain't over for Israel. Next chapter, we're going to learn that again. God has a plan for them. And they're not the only ones with hard hearts, okay? It's like there's plenty of Gentiles who reject the gospel. Amen? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is the... It is the power of life uh, to salvation. And so, Lord, we pray that the word that we studied this morning would bear fruit in our hearts, in our lives, and that we wouldn't forget it, but we would apply it, Lord, that we would share what you have done in our lives to others. We pray, Father, that you would just give us hearts to seek you, to know you better, to walk closer to you, Lord.
Help us to love you, to love one another, to forgive as you have forgiven us. Father, we thank you again. We ask your blessing upon the food we're about to, to eat. And Lord, may you just be glorified in the rest of our time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come on out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you'd like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We adore.